What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? It is full moon, total lunar eclipse in Taurus day. Happy November 8th, 2022. Here we are. I'm not sure what time y'all are listening to this, but maybe you're listening to it while the lunar eclipse is happening. Maybe you're listening to it after. But either way, November 8th is the day. I really hope that you guys all got to check it out. That beautiful blood moon no matter where you are in the world. If you happen to be on Pacific Standard Time, I know it's going to be the totality of it will be beginning around like 2.17am. So if you're on the East Coast, you may catch a glimpse of it if you're an early riser or maybe you've set your alarm. But either way, there is so much more to a full moon lunar eclipse than meets the eye. So I have always been intrigued by astrology, you know, zodiac signs, Chinese zodiac, I'm a dragon, where's all my 88 babies at, dragon energy up in that Chinese astrology, Uh, you name it, I've always been intrigued. I think, you know, being a magical, mystical goddess as we are, it's just always been something that's been cool to me, just to think of life as having something, something more out there than meets the eye, right? And it's pretty cool, you know, once you kind of dive into more of the scientific parts of astrology, which I'm definitely much more on the uh, the magical side of things, but I do like when you can see science back stuff up because for the skeptics out there, it's just always nice to be like, well, actually, <laughs> actually, where are my office fans at, Oscar? <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> but, you know, the planet's moving. It does have an effect on the energies of this Earth. And even just, for instance, the moon can cause different effects with how the ocean, the waves, and like the tides. And I'm just like, how do people not think that there's more to this? You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be a magical side to this amazing astrology and planetary what happens to our earth with the planet movements and you know energy is everywhere it's in nature I mean especially in nature hello my nature gods and goddesses out there you don't even have to be a nature god or goddess and you get it like it's proven it's scientifically proven it's spiritually proven when you allow yourself that time to go to the ocean or go in the forest hug a tree lay in the grass whatever speaks to you it helps the body, the spirit, the mind. It can help you reset. It can be something that is like ceremonial for you. It can be the way you start your day, maybe the way you end your day. It could be what you need to take a break. Like, you know, when you're working hard, let's just say you work in a corporate job, you're in front of a computer all day long, you're in an office, you're doing all the things. 
If you go for a nice lunchtime walk, it can so reset your brain. Oh my God. Especially, you know, if you work with numbers all day, it's nice to give your brain and body and spirit a reset. And nature, it's just proven, guys. That's what's up. (laughs) So I always find it interesting, you know, seeing the science behind all of this stuff as well, even though for me, the fun part's totally the magic part. (laughs) But let's just start with, you know, birth charts. I know I've talked about birth charts lots of times on this podcast. I know a lot of listeners, you already know yours. You probably got it pulled up right now. You know, (laughs) we're diving in. You're like, all right, this is mine. Uh, Also too, yeah, if y'all want to share what your birth chart is with me, I love to hear that. I just think it's so interesting. And you know, like anything, take it with a grain of salt. It's not the be all end all like this is you and there's nothing else to you. Like no, it's just an interesting, cool part of you. And if it resonates, awesome. You'll know if it resonates. And if it doesn't, maybe it's not for you. Or maybe, you know, you haven't grown enough yet to see that part of how it resonates with you. I know even myself throughout life, you see the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you look at like your, your zodiac and stuff, you think that, oh, this sign is only this. No, every single sign is multifaceted as we are as human beings. There's no be all end all with one particular sign. There's just things that are more likely a characteristic trait of that particular sign. So for instance, you guys know I'm my sun sign is Taurus. So that's another reason I've been feeling this lunar eclipse, honey. Like <laughs> I've been feeling it and I'll dive in a little later on which sign. I've been feeling it a little bit more, but Y'all know I am a sun sign Taurus, May 11th baby. And yes, of course, there's so much about Taurus that I love and appreciate and resonate with. You know, the sensuality of Taurus, 100%. The earth nature vibes and the generosity of a Taurus. And I've heard a lot of times people, you know, the calm energy of a Taurus. But then on the shadow side or the flip side, Tauruses can be very stubborn. They can be more materialistic. But I also see with the materialism, they just, Taurus appreciates the beautiful things in life. A a Taurus likes to uh, have their senses tickled. You know what I'm saying? And that can be like touch, taste, smell, sight. And I 100% relate to that. Like I am a foodie. I love art. I love beauty. I love nature. I am very sensual. Like I love touch. Like there's so much about that I can get with. And even the shadow parts of Taurus, totally. But certain things with Taurus, like they're very, very practical. That aspect of it that I, it's not necessarily me like I wish sometimes I was a bit more practical because I have to try harder to be practical at times or you know what I'm saying like there's different parts of us that yeah sure we can pull on it but it might not be the most natural thing for us right so in looking at myself I've always been like I feel like there's so much more to me than just Taurus I was always so curious and this was before I even knew what a birth chart was like I didn't realize that you have placements in all these different signs depending where the planets were upon your birth. So I guess we'll start with this, like for people who aren't aware of what a birth chart is. Basically, it is the position of the sun, moon, and all the planets at the time and place of your birth. So it's like it also shows the placements of the astrological signs in those planets when you were born. So finding your birth chart, it's super easy. You can literally just Google 
how do I find my birth chart? And you have to know, you know, the date you were born, the exact time you were born, and the place you were born. Because it's going to take that place, time, and figure out where were the planets at this time. There's a site that I really like. It's called CoStar. There's also an app for it as well. I like it because it's very clean. It's very easy to understand. And it's really cool as well on the app. If you have friends who have it, you can connect with them and 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 see theirs. Another thing, if you do get the CoStar app, find me or message me and tell me what your name is so we can connect on there and compare. Cause I think I only have one of my other friends on there is my friend Sherry, my share bear. So we we have each other on there. But I know there's more of my friends who know their birth chart. And I'm like, hey, let's get on that uh CoStar app together. <laughs> so I really like that because Like I said, it's very clean. Even if you just go on the website, same thing. Very clean, easy to understand. The other one I've used is Cafe Astrology. I also love that too, but be prepared. That one is much more in depth. It's a little bit harder to understand. There's a lot more going on. So, I mean, I recommend doing both because then you get like the simple version, but also the more complex if you want to dive in deeper, right? Totally up to you. Totally what speaks to you. But uh, yeah, if you are curious and it's something you've never dove into, those are some some good spots. So like I was saying, I always like totally love and resonate with my Taurus energy. Like there's so much to Taurus that I'm like, hell yeah, what up? But then I was like, I've always said, I'm like, I feel like I have a lot of water in my chart. Like that was always something that I've always just felt. And I mean, I am a water baby. I am a mermaid. I love the ocean swimming. I grew up a competitive swimmer. I was a lifeguard and swimming instructor. Like I've just always been drawn to the ocean, very comfortable in water. I've, I've loved surfing. I've, you know, I moved to Australia because I was like, I am a surfer beach girl at heart. Let's go. Let me live this fantasy for two years. So I, uh, I'm very at home in any body of water and I don't feel unsafe. I feel good. It just feels natural to me. So when I got diving in and got my birth chart, I was like, oh shit, there it is. Totally makes sense. So I'll, uh, I'll, I might as well give y'all the whole birth chart here. I don't, not that everybody wants to hear it, but I just think it's interesting. And if you are into this, it'll paint a better picture of parts of who I am. You know what I mean? So sun sign Taurus, you guys know that. My moon is in Pisces, rising Cancer. So those are kind of the top three heavy hitters that most of the time when you're looking at stuff like this, those three will be mentioned a lot. So they all mean different things. And I don't want to dive too, too far into that because this is more so an episode on the uh, the eclipse. But I wanted to talk about the birth chart first because it all kind of ties together. Uh, so yeah, my Mercury is Gemini, Venus Gemini, Mars is Aquarius, Jupiter Taurus, Saturn, Uranus. Is it Uranus or Uranus? Like I, <laughs> when I was a child, I totally said Uranus. But, you know, insert funny joke here. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Uranus. So I'm just going to say it like that because it also makes me want to laugh a little less. I don't want to laugh so hard when I say it. But (laughs) Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, those are all Capricorn for me. Pluto, Scorpio. And okay, I know I said that I have no fire in my chart before on a previous episode, but my Lilith is in Leo. So I guess I have one little area there. And then my north node is Pisces. So again, there's other areas of a birth chart you can look into, but that's kind of the big list that I decided to share with everyone today. So anyways, that was what I discovered in coming into my birth chart. So it is something cool that you can dive into if you're interested. And you know, if you are kind of leaning into more of your spiritually sassy astrological self, it is pretty interesting. And you can 
also when you're if you're reading horoscopes or listening to readings on YouTube or anything like that I find it's helpful too if you know let's say you're watching your sun sign all the time and it's not resonating but then you go listen to one of your other placements and you're like ah I feel that so much more right now you may very likely be feeling that more and that's totally okay and that's another reason why I like to say nothing's black and white like don't hold it like oh it's this and only this no honey like if it doesn't resonate don't take it as yours because not everything is for you especially if it's like a collective reading or something like that there's stuff that'll apply there's stuff that won't and that's okay anyways I could squirrel brain off on this topic because I just love it so much but let's dive into the eclipse so let's start with what is an eclipse there's there's a difference there's a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse so with a solar eclipse that's when the moon passes between the earth and the sun and it leaves a moving shadow on the earth now a lunar eclipse which is what we're doing right now is when the earth passes between the sun and the moon so it casts a shadow on the moon hence the eclipse that's why everybody gets so excited because they want to see that happen so this is actually our second eclipse and this is our full moon total lunar eclipse in my sun sign of Taurus it is the stronger of the two eclipses that we've we just had another eclipse it was the solar eclipse though and it was in Scorpio on October 25th that's my Scorpio king my boyfriend that's his birthday so that was a really special day uh, so yeah we just had that one and now we've got this one going on so yeah out of the two this one a little bit more strong and the reason I wanted to bring up the birth chart is certain signs get affected more with different movements of the planets so this particular eclipse affects more of the fixed signs so Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius we're definitely going to be feeling this one a little heavier especially too if you have any of those signs in your birth chart you may also be feeling it um, I was also reading somewhere that Leo and Cancers are often impacted by eclipses in general just because uh, the ruling planet of each, right? The Leo's ruling planet is the sun and the Cancer's ruling planet is the moon. So Cancer placements might be feeling this one a little hot and heavy as well. This is also the last and final eclipse of the season and it's the full beaver blood moon. I know that also sounds funny to me. I have such, <laughs> it doesn't take much to make me laugh. Like I have a good sense of humor. I laugh at a lot of different things <laughs> and sometimes it's the stupid stupidest shit that I just think is so fucking funny and anyways I just love to laugh and I know my friends listening who are also like me you get it (laughs) it does not take much for us to laugh and have fun but I would not have it any other way as long as you're not harming people it's all good to laugh and it's also good if you can laugh at yourself I mean I know I've talked about this before too but when you get to a point in your healing where you can laugh at yourself over something that you may have been very sensitive about before or you might not want to have admitted that about yourself and then when you can finally see it for what it is and just be like you know laugh at yourself it's funny like I love when I finally get to that point where I can poke fun at parts of myself that maybe I was really sensitive about or I was like oh I don't want anyone to see that ugly side of me or oh my god like you know what I'm saying so I think laughter is healing and it's beautiful and it's amazing and we could go on a tangent about that as well but we won't. We're going to try and stay on track. Who am I kidding? We're not going to stay on track. We're going to squirrel brain central. That's what we do but that's why this is fun. We get lots of different topics all in one episode, right? (laughs) So with the full moon, it brings lots of energy, full moon, solar eclipse, 
There's so many different things that we can expect that may come into effect for us. So with this, there may be sudden shifts, changes, unpredictability, endings, beginnings, death, and rebirth. I mean, I can, I like I said, your girl has been freaking feeling this <laughs> full moon solar eclipse for a hot minute now, and I'm sure I will keep feeling it. A lot of times with eclipses too, and full moons in general, like it's not just on the day that you're going to feel these vibes and these energies. Like it can be leading up to, it can be after. Like again, it's not a, oh, it's only between this time and this time. That's when you're going to feel this. Like no, <laughs> no bitch. <laughs> it's going to be, it's fluid, right? And it's it's like anything. And it also depends on you, what's going on in your life, where you're at on your journey, are there things that you've been avoiding dealing with? It highlights so much stuff. It's like an energetic peak when that full moon comes, right? And allow yourself to express yourself and be in that state of flow. And you can always recognize too. Like, I don't know why sometimes I ask myself, I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Or why is all this coming up? Or sometimes stuff, you know, it just comes up and you're like, oh shit, I didn't know you were there. And then when you're like, you know, they say hindsight's 2020. When you look back, you're like, oh, right. <laughs> That's what was going on. And it just, it, it again, it kind of makes me laugh, but it's also a good thing. Because I'm like, I would much rather have the shadow work arise that needs to be dealt with or conversations that I need to have that I've been avoiding. Not the easiest thing. I don't know if, I know it's not just me, but I think it also depends too how you were raised and all of that. Because some people are really good at having those head-on conversations. And I'm like, I love that. <laughs> Sometimes it's more challenging for some of us, right? So during this full moon eclipse, yes, it is the lunar eclipse in Taurus, but we are still in Scorpio season. And we all know Scorpio is connected to transformation, the underworld, and it can be like an obsessive thing with change. Taurus is the opposite on the chart from Scorpio. And Taurus is about connecting to enjoyment, nature, and is very grounded. Well, we're earth signs, so you know, Scorpio is a water sign, all about the flow and the emotions. Taurus is earth, so very grounded. So during this time, it could be a moment where we're being asked to find balance in our lives between always wanting to grow and achieve more, be more, and then simply enjoying where you're at, being in the present. And I, again, I just keep like giggling to myself because I'm like, oh my God, like that's totally the themes that have been coming up in my life lately. Just, you know, I'm such a dreamer and I know what I want and I literally have all these things and I'm, I'm trying to work it out. How do I actually tangibly make these things happen? Like I so respect the people who are techie and good at like execution because I'm like, okay, can we be the dream team? Because I have ideas for days and vision for days and creativity. And it's not that I can't execute because I mean, hello, we're here. The Tea with KG is live. <laughs> you know, the talent, the producer, the editor, the graphic designer, she's right here chatting with all of you right now. But that was such a process to learn and teach myself and step outside my comfort zone and get frustrated and, you know, try something, have it work, try something, have it not work, try something and be like, oh, why aren't you working today? You worked yesterday. Like, you know what I mean? It's such a, a labor of love and it's my heart and my soul and my passion and it's my true divine calling. It's my alignment. So that's why I knew no matter what this podcast had to happen because at the end of the day, 
It's about what I'm giving to the collective and it's about putting myself out there and trying to make this world a more beautiful, magical, sparkly place. So at the end of the day, that's the bottom line, right? But of course, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit in me and the dreamer in me is like, okay, I have a vision for what this will turn into and I want this to be my full-time thing because it brings me so much joy and I just feel like I'm leaving such a better impact and what's meant for me to leave on this world, you know? So I totally get that because I always feel like I'm stalling or I'm not doing enough or I get overwhelmed and then I don't do, which is all very, very true. But I think I need to get out of that mindset and more into celebrating where I'm at. It's that balancing act, right? I need more Libra in my chart, y'all. Like... (laughs) I need more of that because I feel like I I get it's almost like two extremes. How do I find the balance between doing enough and being okay with what I can do and also being present and enjoying and allowing myself to rest and not rest because I have to. Like not being I don't mean rest like I have literally no energy or life left in me so I'm just going to zone out and watch Netflix all night. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I mean the rest that's actually like serving me and serving my highest good and isn't just like a way to zone out. You know what I mean? So I always feel like I I struggle in finding that that balance but I'm like also trying to show myself compassion and grace and be like okay this is new. You're going to take time before you find your groove and it's okay because who says What's the right amount of time? What's the wrong? There is no wrong amount of time. It is what it is. But yeah, I feel like uh, I would totally benefit from having someone a bit more like logical or like know how to do the things I want. How do I, how do I, how do you bring that to life? You know what I'm saying? Because I know I'm going to figure it out. You know, you know, your girl is going to figure it out. Come hell or high water. I am determined. If anything, I will give myself that. I am very determined. But uh, yeah, it just seems like it takes me a little longer to get to where I want to be sometimes. But that's again when we have to step back and be like, it's about the journey, not the destination. Hello. (laughs) So definitely something I'm trying to keep in mind. But I found it interesting that that was talked about with something that may come up during this time. And I'm like, well, I have placements in all of the signs that are affected by this the most. So I'm totally feeling it. (laughs) With this time, you know, it's we have to just be careful to not get stuck in the processing of it all and appreciate the present and the good and I I can get with that so it's interesting because like I was saying you you do we do need both of those energies to thrive and be at our best you want to go deep and grow and heal but also enjoy your life so so important to find that balance and especially during eclipse times like it's really important to Go easy on yourself, go inward, meditate, connect to your soul and actually listen. Take quiet time to yourself when you can and go in and try and turn off the chatter of the logical mind and zone into that soul, that third eye, that inner knowing, the one that you don't question. It's honestly, it's our brains that come in and make us question the right answer. Like it's like when you're taking the multiple choice quiz, it's like, why do you second guess yourself? most of the time your intuition or your first thought is correct most of the time I'm not saying always but for the most part that little voice they know it knows what's up so I feel like uh we so oftentimes second guess ourselves and we shouldn't like you are enough and you know what's up nobody knows your soul and your path better than you honey you know it it's yours go for it 
Trust yourself. Listen to yourself. Fuck what everyone else has to say. There's always going to be people with opinions. That's one thing we know. (laughs) You ain't never going to get rid of those opinions that people want to have and say, but they're not you. They don't know your heart. They don't know your truth. So what they have to say, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Oh, and would you look at that, rhyming and everything, what they have to say, doesn't matter at the end of the day. (laughs) I was going to say at the end of the motherfucking day, but take it how you want to. So like with any full moon time and with eclipse time, there are going to be things that happen. That's life, you know, but it can be more amplified during this time. You can expect more sudden shifts, changes, unpredictability, the death and rebirth, like I was saying earlier. And it's okay. It doesn't have to mean a bad thing. Like sometimes when you read those things or hear those things with change and unpredictability, it's always like, I feel like the human brain wants to go to, oh God, what's going to happen? Something bad's going to happen. It doesn't mean something bad's going to happen, you know? Sometimes things aren't comfortable, but it doesn't mean that they're bad. Like, it can be illuminating what no longer serves us that as, it has to be released. Like even in my own journey, I can look back and see things and moments and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, even though that sucked straight up, that was painful and that was difficult or it was uncomfortable, it was necessary, honey. Like it had to happen in order for me to progress and grow. Oh my God. Like I don't want to be operating in the same way and thinking the same way and moving the same way as I did when I was in my early 20s. No, no, fuck that. I am so grateful for those learning moments, for those mistakes and it all leads to growth. And I feel like too, like we have to go easier on each other as a human society. Like I feel like, I don't know if it's because of the internet or social media or it's just human nature and it's amplified or we see it more because of social media, but we have to stop being so judgmental on each other. We've all been in places or done things that did not highlight our best character or that was straight up wrong or wasn't the best thing that we could have done or said. But through those mistakes, we learn and we go within and we try and be a little bit better the next day. So again, I'm going to say it, a little less judgment, a little more compassion for everybody, please. Another thing that this full moon eclipse season in Taurus, it may rev up those pre-existing emotions we've already been avoiding perhaps. It can be such a powerful time to feel it, speak it, work it out. If there's, you know, relationships in your life that need tending to or stuff with your work, it can be just how you show up. It doesn't have to be relationship based, but that is definitely an area, especially as humans, you know, where connection, Joey Dignam shouting you out, connection's a foundation of health. <laughs> but it's true. A lot of times in our worlds, the things that we work on the most are our relationships with ourselves and with others, because at the end of the day, it kind of comes back to that, you know? those relationships especially with yourself that affects everything right that affects how you show up to work to your family to your friends to the public to wherever and there's always things that we can work on and it doesn't have to mean it's like a traumatic event that rocked you of course it can we all know it can and I believe like just speaking on my own journey some of the stuff that's been so heavy for me and very traumatic it's been very challenging to work through but it was so um big it had to be worked through 
But then it's interesting to me, the older I get, the more I continue to grow. There's all these other little things that you stuff down that you don't even realize sometimes that aren't serving you anymore. You're like, I don't need to do that anymore. I can move in a better way or I've learned more. And if I want to level up and elevate and move to the next phase, I have to say goodbye to that and be like, it was nice knowing, yeah, we had some good times, but you're not necessary anymore in my life. And I love and appreciate what you did for me when I needed you, but I don't need you now. Blessed release, right? And in these times where these energies are a bit more uh, brought to the surface, it's a time to strike that balance between the inner and outer world. And I feel like that's such a theme with this eclipse in particular and also the season we're in the fact that we just had one like i just find it really interesting that we just had the solar eclipse in scorpio on the 25th of october now we're having the the lunar eclipse in taurus on the 8th and Taurus and Scorpio those are the two opposite signs on the astrological chart and Scorpio is all about death and rebirth and the inner world and like all of that and then some of those aspects of Taurus are on the physical the body the actual physical things you have your your, your money that type of thing so I just think it's kind of interesting that those eclipses happened when they did and in the signs they did and it's just it's very much me saying I need more Libra balance in my life but I think uh, we're getting the yin and yang balanced right here with the uh, Scorpio and Taurus and especially too we're in the sun sign of Scorpio right now which is like I said on the last episode all about that death and rebirth so with a full moon like anything there are lots of different things we can do I love me some full moon ceremony time it is just a beautiful practice to bring into your life and it's a chance for you to have time with you And, you know, integrating the magic of a full moon and right now in an eclipse, it's just the icing on the cake, right? Different types of things you can do for the full moon. Drink lots of water, of course. That's like anything. Always, always, always hydrate because it's going to not only be great for your body, but it'll release those toxins. Get that energy out of here. Flow that out. Always good. Another cool thing you can do uh, if you like crystals, obviously charge your crystals in the full moonlight. Yes, yes, yes. But you can also take a glass or a mason jar or whatever. It doesn't matter. Put water in it. Put some crystals in there that are safe to be in water and charge that under the full moon and you can write stuff on it and then you can drink the water the next day and just feel all that magical energy running through you. So that's another thing you can do as well meditate of course there's so many good meditations on youtube and they're specific to the moon right now or this eclipse like i like that you can literally type in exactly what type of meditation you're looking for and if you want to integrate it to the moon go for it like just type in meditation november 8th full moon eclipse and something will pop up for you and there's lots of different channels out there and go with what one feels good for you and it doesn't even have to be a full moon specific meditation it could be any meditation i think as long as you're sitting down quieting the mind going within that's all that matters at the end of the day if you like to journal i think journaling is one of the best forms of therapy you know if you got to get your feelings out just write don't think don't worry about your writing being pretty just let her out and see what happens so there's lots of different ways you can integrate the themes of a full moon or an eclipse into your journal prompts so different questions you could ask yourself like is there any habits past or present that I do or routines that positively impact my life 
Another question you could ask and then journal to would be how can you make yourself feel grounded at this time or grounded when things get out of whack or fuzzy or life throws you a curveball? What are some grounding techniques that work for you? Uh, And again, journal what feels right here. What helps you feel calm? Where's your baseline of peace, right? And another question you might ask yourself is like, what are you ready to release? Any limiting beliefs, patterns, people that no longer serve you and your highest good? All of those types of questions are awesome to write down and then just journal it. See what happens. Write stuff down. See what comes out. There's nobody needs to look at it but you unless you want to show it to others. And don't judge yourself while you're writing. Let yourself just write and just see what happens. Sometimes we surprise ourselves, you know? Things will come out and we're like, damn, like, damn I'm insightful. Or you'll look back at something you wrote, I don't know, last week five months ago last year and you're like oh my god like you'll forget about things or like it's interesting just looking at where you were at at that time what you were going through or where you were thriving and just kind of celebrating where you are now compared to then it's it's pretty wild it's interesting I've definitely had a few of those moments where I've looked back at old journal entries and I'm like whoa (laughs) you've you've grown a lot haven't you (laughs) so yeah those are all really great practices to come into play when it is this time anytime doesn't have to be just full moon eclipse time it can be any time so no matter what placements you have in your astrological birth chart or where you are in the world or what's going on with you it's always good to take some time for yourself to just go within connect with you And a lot of times we'll see that the answers we're seeking, they're already there. Sometimes it just gets muddled and we just can't see it or something's blocking us or we have to deal with something else first before that is unveiled to us. But just keep going. Know that no matter what, you're not alone. Oh my God, if you're feeling murky and like blah and like you just don't even know, I'm with you. I'm here. I got you. Like, I get it. I have not been feeling the best in certain areas of life. And again, I look at this and I'm like, okay, that's highlighting some of the inner stuff or like, what are some things I've been avoiding I need to deal with? And then the other part of it, the flip side, I'm like, okay, be present and just celebrate where you're at. Go easy on yourself. Love yourself. Take time to rest during this eclipse time. Let yourself go in there. See if there's anything going on that you need to release. And it might not be comfortable, but it's okay because it will get better. So I hope everybody is having a fantastic Tea Time Tuesday, November 8th, full moon, total lunar eclipse in Taurus. We got that beaver, full moon, it's a blood moon. So you're going to see some really beautiful colors going on if you do get to see it. I really hope you do. If you do see it and take photos, make sure you tag me. I love seeing all those magical moon photos. It's so hard to capture. It never looks as good on a picture or video as it does in person. Unless, mind you, you have a really fancy camera or something that gets it a really, really cool shot. But yeah, all, uh, all the iPhone picture takers, I'm, myself included, it's so funny. I always will take a picture or video and be like, oh my God, look at the moon. But I'm like, it doesn't look anything like this in person. It's so much better in person. But I hope you all are making the most of this time, whatever that looks like to you. So, you know, if you're feeling energized and you're going for it, give her, honey. But if you need this time to just sit back, reassess, that's okay too. Let yourself have it. So that is our tea time for today. I hope you enjoyed this little 
celestial being, astrological, planetary, magical episode. I loved it. It was super fun to talk about and I want to wish you all love and light as always. I appreciate every single one of you, this community. I say this all the time, but it wouldn't be what it is without every single one of you and I just want to send my love and gratitude and appreciation. And if you'd like to give us a follow on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up the Tea with KG and you will see all the great content that we put out there. Uh, If you're listening via podcast platform, give us a rating and let me know what you think. I love to hear the feedback. If you are watching via YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you'll know every time that a new video comes up. That's our tea time and we'll see you next week. (laughs) 